God, Gene, it's gone. way through the daily topics this is episode number 24 of unrelenting why do we call it that again are we we're only here once a week so we're not really that unrelenting (laughs) well i think unrelenting uh refers to the fact that we keep going and making this even when there are no listeners right that's true there's a few Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. maybe one maybe two i mean it's it's not exactly uh i was gonna say i know my other co-host listens Yes. Well, and there's, we did get a couple of donations and we'll just say right up front. One of them was from a friend of the dude named Ben named Ben. So I'm wondering if he just sent it to the wrong show, which is fine. fine. That's how we're doing it here. Uh Send it to the wrong show. Well, actually it it wouldn't be to the wrong show because uh, on that show, we've actually just announced that we're not going to waste time doing donation segments. Right. Well, you, you said that on the last show here, too, yeah. and that yeah. encouraged people to send. So I don't mm. know. <laughs> it's an interesting concept. Fuckers just don't listen, do they? Either way, we're just doing the show for fun, and we hope you exactly. get some fun out of it as well. Is By there the way, anything else I would rather be doing Friday morning? Probably a few things. Supermodels well, may be involved. Good food, mm. booze. I mean, you could just. I'm bring, not drinking this year. What do you mean, booze? Oh, you did decide to go the full year. The full gene. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm halfway through the year. Might as well go the whole year. It's it's about a third of the way through the year. Well, it's close enough. Or are you on some kind of Russian calendar that we don't know about? Yes, I'm on the uh, Gregorian calendar. Oh, well, that makes perfect sense then. Uh-huh. I am Darren O'Neill. He is Sir Gene. You may have heard of him on Sir Gene Speaks. It's or a, not. <laughs> even less people over there. I was going to compare us to, I was going to say, we're not the Jon Stewart show, but. We may be. I mean, we are closing in on John Stewart. Mm. Well, I definitely was getting John Stewart numbers back when I was doing my show every other day. Well, that is. You told me that is your belief that the secret is daily content. And you may be correct. And it's not even my belief. It's literally what they tell you on Twitch. Daily content. Get out there every day. That's Flash what Jeff Bezos says. Well, yeah. It's a daily thing. People want more. Is it because? There is a lack of a concentration with the younger generation that there really it is. uh, Well, I know Netflix really made big headways when they started releasing shows the whole season at the same time and people could binge watch. And uh, now that they've stopped doing that, everybody's quitting Netflix. Which was always a weird way to do things for me, not because people were going to sit down and binge them but if you're going to charge somebody for a subscription service mm-hmm. and you give them everything they want at one point rather than trickling it out over the year say mm-hmm. then why would they stick around the whole year i've been doing this and i don't know if i'm going to go along and subscribe and pay money but there's a music service out there mm-hmm. called nugs that has a bunch of live stuff from jack white and they're doing it seems the latest tour dates i'll see how quickly he did one last night but all the other tour dates are already up there 
Who's this guy? Jack White from the White Stripes. You may have heard of him. Nope. Owner of Third Man Records. In Definitely never heard of him. Nashville, Detroit. Is he related to Jack Black? No, well, very close. They've they actually the did a song together. because star guitarist. Because, I mean, that's why uh, they had to do a track together. Jack mm-hmm. Black and Jack White. I think they kind Black of equal, track. They equal each other out, though. I mean, so is that just Jack Gray then would come Jack. out of that would, you know what? Jack shit at that point. <laughs> that has to be the that should be the yeah. album title for them. What do you do, think of Jack Black? I think he's a funny guy, and I think his music is better than anybody would have given credit for. I like guys that combine comedy and music. Yeah. And what do you think of his partner? His partner. Which which partner? His music partner? What other kind is there? <laughs> In this world? There's a lot. Yeah, that's a misuse of the word partner, and it should be stopped immediately. Probably. I mean, I have seen a few your different person tracks. you have sex with is not your partner, people. The Tenacious D stuff, the other guy, I don't even know his name, but he seems talented as well. They seem to be having fun. Kyle. His name is Kyle. Kyle. They killed Kyle. Yeah. Oh, that was Kenny. No, that I'm would sorry. be Kenny. Yeah. You bastards. I think that, uh, first of all, he's older than Jack. He's like our age. And Jack is like 10 years younger, I think. But maybe five. But um, uh, those guys are in really bad shape, but they still perform live. Like Genesis. Yeah, exactly. They finally had to give it up. But with the Nug stuff, with concerts constantly coming, I can understand why people would keep open that subscription because otherwise they do a thing of course where you could buy the stuff if you wanted to download the concerts in flack or an mp3 there's a fee for each one of those if you want to download it in flack it's like you're you're paying for music videos but you're pirating actual movies that's interesting um but i'm on a free trial 30-day free trial Mm -hmm. but this is music in there are some videos but it's mainly just audio so it's the concerts but you can get a lossless streaming plan and you can do a 30 day free trial again, which is what I'm on. So all I've been doing is starting a concert and starting Adobe audition Mm -hmm. and recording them. Oh, I see how this works. Okay. That would be more typical of Darren. Yes, exactly. And Mm -hmm. at first I was like really pissed because between each track, when it switches, there is a minor little portion of silence. Mm. And I thought that was going to be a pain in the ass until I realized Adobe Audition is pretty good at finding silence. Mm-hmm. So it just goes and marks the tracks. So it does most nice. of the work for you. And then all I have to do is go in and type in the name of each track. If you actually want to you know, keep track of such things. So much work for no reason. Because it's music, man. It's live music building the archive. You're never going to listen to it again. Probably, although I play it on the rock and roll pre-show, I'm going to play most of it on Sunday. It's going to be an epic. No you agenda. live dangerously. It's going to be a four-hour rock and roll pre-show. Yeah, the rebroadcast rates to that have got to cost like <laughs> nobody could rebroadcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I'm going to be on the stream for two mm-hmm. hours at a time where no agenda is normally on the stream, which means people will actually tune in. Wait, what? Yes, now you see, this is what I'm saying, Adam is in new york at least he's supposedly traveling today going to new Mm. york so they pushed no agenda from 11 a.m central to 1 p.m central on sunday 
which means between 11 and 1, when people are normally tuning in thinking, hey, I'm going to hear some no agenda, ha, they're going to hear me. You bastard. We should be on. <laughs> Bring in Sir Gene. Be like, we're going to give you a podcast instead of music. You want to piss people off at that point? <laughs> like, we yeah. don't want to hear about. No, we don't want this. Be like, we've, we have taken over the no agenda stream. <laughs> That's right. We have booted Adam and John. <laughs> they can't get us. <laughs> oh, that would generate some fun mails and things. <laughs> I hear you're already getting death threats on No Agenda Social. Is that true? I am. It's like that would not help. Now he's taking well, over the street. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you fun. have the snake and you have weapons. I mean, I think if somebody actually uh, tries to Tim pool you. Mm hmm. That uh, I can't believe he's up to eight times being swatted mm -hmm. now. This is yeah, an I issue. Mean, it's I'm sure the cops show up, you know, with uh, their own donut and coffee in hand just to say hi to him at this point. Yeah, like we have to. They're assuming that it's fake uh -huh, until the one time that it's not. Yeah, well, that's that's the real danger in all of this is and Tim's talked about it is that uh, that it eventually gets to the point where any actual phone calls will just be treated as though it's probably fake. Now they could give the people like Tim and the people that work for Tim a keyword or something. So when you call mm -hmm. that would help know that it is legit, but beyond that, there's yeah. not much you can do. Or they could just check the color ID. That would be another good thing. Too. Well, you can one, you can spoof that still which is surprising yeah but they've actually traced the person doing this to somebody in california oh well that's nice yeah a typical liberal mm -hmm. sitting in their mom's basement do they exactly. have basements in california they must right no they probably don't no yeah it's it's basically you know it's a armchair warrior somebody who's uh spending taxpayer money to go fuck with temple yeah, and thinks it's funny, but that is the problem mm -hmm. of getting too popular on the internet now. Because yeah, of this I concept. mean, I'm not, I'm not too worried about the the Tim Pool guys. I think literally everybody in that house is now armed twenty four seven. I think you have so to be. The odds are pretty good if somebody would show up for real, they just get shot right away. Right. Uh, well, that's yeah, they, the beautiful thing of being able to have cameras and yeah. have a perimeter where you know well, somebody's that's coming. The other in. thing is the whole place is wired with cameras. Uh, they, uh, you know, they've just crossed over 20,000 live views on the, um, the chicken house. on the coop. Nice. Yeah. So there's not 20,000 subscribers, 20,000 concurrent people watching. Now this is people that are obviously enjoying a little bit of, uh, a substance or something uh, i don't know man i occasionally will throw it on in the background while i'm doing something and it's kind of meditating to watch the chickens walking around it's your relaxation thing it's my like virtual chicken coop because i i would love to have one in real life that would solve so many snake feeding problems i mean you could turn into hot women doing yoga but you're tuning into no. chickens running around yeah i could do that during work too it's true yeah. you can tube in it no problem yeah what are you watching chicks <laughs> yeah and they're like well live live chicks live chicks baby live hot chicks without seeing the video you have no idea mm -mm. what kind of live hot chicks no they just got born out of eggs but i can understand getting back to the netflix thing oh uh, yeah why 
that happens and i it's the mentality of people and i get it i like to binge shows just as well because you want that instantaneous gratification well there's no reason not to the only reason right. that seasons were stretched out was to sell more ads well that was before there was a time children before the internet and there was a time even before videotape i lived in a time where if you wanted to watch a television series and you didn't see it when it was on you didn't get to see it yeah you missed it there was no videotape videotape was looking back on it horrible i mean television looking back on it was kind of horrible to begin with 480p Mm -hmm. resolution but a vhs brought it to 240 i think it was half the lines of resolution Mm -hmm. so there was even a perfect vhs copy was not like hey i'm watching the show just like it was if it would have aired you know if i would have watched it when it was airing no it was horrible now yeah there it was always worse than the original than the broadcast and of course this was a reason to actually go to movie theaters which stopped existing decades ago right to watch the movie in all of its glory I mean, they yeah. still have the big IMAX stuff, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, not as not... big as my bedroom, though. <laughs> Wait, you have a bigger screen in your bedroom than the IMAX I theater? I, no, I've said this before that uh, I think it's I, I find it most comfortable to watch TV in bed. And so I have a 12 foot screen. Wow. So it's a projector. Yeah, it's a projector in the bedroom that is taking up most of the wall. Well, the beautiful thing is with the projector. When it's not on, unless somebody notices the thing mm-hmm. hanging from your ceiling, I'm assuming it's a small box. Mm-hmm. If you don't see that, it's not like you have a TV taking up the space, too. That's the beauty of right. it. Well, yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Then you turn it on and bam, there it is. Yeah, it's and it's uh, certainly better to watch in the evening. But when the hell else am I going to be in bed except when it's dark out? Anytime you want. I mean, they have things called well, shades. Mean- like room darkening good but i i wouldn't you could just cover up the windows entirely during the day i'm usually at the computer and if i want to watch something really bad i'll watch on the computer but um uh if i'm just you know chilling then it's nice to have a big ass screen to watch makes sense but with all of the stuff coming out at one time because of again People want that instant gratification. People start getting mad. It's kind of weird because once you're used to binging things, mm-hmm. it's really hard to go back to yeah. one show a week and wait. And you don't, I believe, I mean, the beauty of it was you don't remember. And that's, they played upon this. If you watch some of the older television shows. Yeah, it's half garbage. Well, it's half garbage, but you'll have the same person. That is not a, you know, not a regular on the show, but you'll have a recurring actor playing like eight different characters in a season because it's like, well, he was last on three weeks ago. Nobody will even (laughs) remember. We'll just put a different hat on him. Yeah, that's true. I thought where you were going to go is like the first five minutes or 10 minutes of every episode is just a repeat of previous. Yes. yes. They have to remind you on the unrelenting podcast. Why would you what? That makes no sense. I think the guys that started the the trend going backwards, unfortunately, it was Top Gear or whatever their new show was called. Um, what's it called? Uh, Bottom Gear, the Amazing Race or something. I don't the know. The Great Race, whatever it is. Those guys, because they they insisted in their contract 
for whatever reason, that shows come out serially, even though there's no ads. Before that, pretty much every new show that was done on Netflix and other streaming services was complete on the first day. So you could watch the whole, the whole damn thing, which also was easier to do since they shrank the season from 22 weeks to 14 weeks or weeks episodes. 14 episodes and then to 10 episodes. And lately, seasons have gotten down to British standards. Right. Like six uh, shows. Like a, yeah. I think the last episodes. season of uh, Ozark was six episodes. A lot of those are like that. And it is. Yeah. Grand, Game of Thrones even was like six or so on the last season, right? The Grand Tour. What's the Grand name of that? Tour, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. According to Billy Bones, a Walk Through the Mind podcast. Yeah. And I like those guys, but. I, I watched an interview where they the producer for that show talked about how that was a uh you know a, a deal breaker for them is to do a full like release all the episodes at once. They wanted it just like they did it in BBC, which I think is stupid as fuck because I I watched the BBC stuff by binge watching it because I wasn't watching live. Well, if you're constantly trickling stuff out, you will keep people no, you won't. You lose them because you're like, fuck them. I'm not going to watch that shit. I guess it depends on the mentality. Yeah, I guess. Because it's the same thing with the, uh, the podcast I've talked about. Tell them Steve, Dave, who they've got a Patreon and they mm-hmm. have a couple of different tiers, one for just the extra audio and one where they do video programming strictly for Patreon. Mm-hmm. But none of it is time sensitive. So the reality is you could sign up once a year, download the all the thing. videos. Well, it's the same thing with Tim Pool, uh, whatever his club thing is called. Tim Pool, pay me money, chicken, whatever it is. Chicken I'm a member. Cash. Yeah, it's Tim Pool Cash Society. <laughs> right. Um, it's the same thing. Like every past episode is on there, and then all the new guests coming through record a segment. So it's it's a growing library that, in theory, I don't have to sub to. Especially since I I don't actually watch videos from there, but um, uh, but in theory you just sub once a year for you know one month or whatever, whatever they're and then have all is. the previous episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how I mean. I do appreciate the Nugs music site not allowing you to download, so you can only get the stuff real time, which is really yeah. inconvenient compared to what you could uh-huh. normally download. It's like I have to put the concert on. Then come back 90 minutes later and stop it and start the next one and and then cut the uh-huh. tracks up. But it's still way better than taking the uh, I think they had. I like hundreds of some artists. There was a couple of like the jam bands that there was well over a thousand shows. And it's just like, wow, that's that's a Did lot. Somebody of- actually listened to music like that. That just seems weird listening to which way with through a through an app oh, a lot of people are listening through yeah an app. um this you can play it i was happy that you could go through a browser too because i thought maybe it was going to be only an app and that would have been mm. even a, a bigger pain in the ass but this mm-hmm. is where the motu again saved my ass because all i did all right. was took two output channels from a browser and ported them into audition much like i'm doing right mm. now to record your voice but that means I can also use the computer. I can, if I want to, I can actually play other audio while that's all being while recorded. It's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which is oh. the beauty of having the the ability to route that stuff but do you do you not have another computer to do that on? i do i have yeah. like three yeah other main computers that could do it at least uh-huh because there's one that the wife really never uses which was my old ones and that's sitting literally within arm's reach here there's two desks side by side then i have a modern xps uh the dell 15 laptop which is like two mm-hmm. years old so that could do it and it doesn't really matter i've got an old desktop sitting in the basement only yep. monitoring the uh, telegram channel and the irc mm. channel and then i just remote desktop into that machine so i can monitor that on this machine I do oh wow in a you very actually weird way. paid for the windows pro version of that i did well mm-hmm. one i had a free version of windows pro for years because my buddy had a whatever it was microsoft the whole pack where you get like a thousand licenses or whatever yeah i used to have that and i got really really used to that so when i bought the new machine <laughs> i paid microsoft the hundred bucks to upgrade yeah. to to pro if they made it 49 like half the people would do it yes it's worth it i mean if you it's use wor- it it's, it's worth, worth 100 bucks but it's not worth 100 bucks it, yeah, it was a little bit of a stretch yeah but See, what it, and it, and it used to be i think 50 bucks because i could i'm pretty sure that like you would buy the regular windows for 100 and then they try and upsell you to the pro for 50 bucks more and most of the time people didn't need it it's just weird yeah. stuff that they add yeah. one of those yeah, was remote utilities desktop. including screen share yeah uh-huh like if you really need to do the remote desktop and the yeah. remote desktop stuff is getting to be such a pain in the ass yeah the one that's actually been working because i want one to monitor my parents computer because every now and then it's like the computer saying this what yeah, do i do so you want to look at all the ad browser pop-ups on there you want to look at what's going on in their machine now i tried yeah. for for a few years team viewer worked really well mm. you know it's like okay it was a decent program i understood what they were doing they were trying to sell it for people using it commercially so giving you a pr- uh, private license mm-hmm. a personal license to use it for free no big deal but then they start Tech news brought to you by team viewer yeah it was horrible now because you would be locking me out after using it for like five seconds and it's like oh, oh you're using it commercially and it's like fuck you no i'm not <laughs> and i went through the thing to unlock it and that still didn't work so i just uninstalled team viewer and we've been using the chrome remote desktop whatever it's called in the chrome browser Mm. and that actually works i was surprised but it's just another way for google to monitor everything oh, you're doing. exactly they like that oh let's see what you got on your computer now uh-huh that's a beautiful um, you thing. know i've actually used um the screen streaming portion of uh of uh steam the game platform so steam has and it's if you're not a PC gamer, and you have to be if you've never heard of Steam, because everybody on PC has heard of Steam. Uh, Steam is the de facto catalog for video games on uh, PCs. There's a couple others, but Steam is the big gorilla. They've been around the longest. They have the biggest catalog. And so you generally, I just buy all my games through them. And then their software takes care of installing the game and then keeping it up to date blah 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 but a feature they added a couple years ago was the ability to sit on your home theater 12 foot screen and play video games 
and that was made uh, for you. Yeah, I actually never do that. <laughs> oh come on! I really you know don't. I you, I have the games I, I play generally require joysticks. Hey and now, I, so you're laying in bed mean, playing with your joystick with the screen just filling uh, the wall. Yeah, exactly. Um, so there this functionality which is free and included essentially is streaming the audio and video from the video game to a uh controller receiver thing whatever that's plugged into the tv and you can also do it with any web browser or i guess it's is it a web browser or is it software? I can't remember if you have to, maybe, maybe you have to have steam installed on a different computer, but what's cool is it will work cross platform. So like my gaming PC, which has all the, the expensive hardware in it, the video card and the CPU and 64 gigs of Ram, all that stuff is running the actual game, but I can open up my, uh, my, uh, MacBook pro, or any, you know, Apple computer for that matter, or even Linux computer if you want, uh, as long as you can install Steam on there, then it can connect to my Steam on the gaming PC and then stream the game towards my other computer and then take the keyboard and mouse input and video game, a joystick input from that computer, send it back to the gaming computer. If you do it at home, it is virtually indistinguishable because the speed of the connection is so fast. Yeah, no lag. I bet you're yeah. going multi-gig. You've probably got the connection, man. Uh, I don't have 10 gig at home yet. I, I do okay. have a multiplex multi-gig, yeah. But either way, there it even works remotely. So, <clears throat> like, I've been out in Seattle, and I've been able to log into my my uh, home gaming computer and run a video game and play it as long as it's not like I wouldn't play a multi. Yeah. I wouldn't play a multiplayer shooting game because I would have a disadvantage at that point um, because the very, very slight lag. But for most video games where you're anything from flying an airplane to spaceships to sailing, like one of the games I I play is um, World of Warships. So World War II battleship simulator kind of thing. Like all of those work perfectly fine because you're measuring time in seconds, not milliseconds. And uh, I so bet the, you're always playing as the Russian army too, aren't you? It, well, the Russian ships are better. I mean, I have to say that. They They're built better. It's well known. In fact, the game company used to be in Russia is now in Austin. Um they've uh they've now severed ties with russia because of the ukraine situation right you were saying that but their half yeah. their staff was in russia and over half, half was in about austin. two-thirds two-thirds of their staff was how does that like, work all the developers were in russia and austin is basically the tech support guys or the customer service so all they have left is customer service pretty guys. much mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. understand how that works i don't either i am not sure how this is going to work just like i didn't understand how netflix went wow we're going to be really woke so we're going to cut off all subscribers in Russia to hurt Vladimir Putin. Yeah, that worked well. I mean, really? I mean, that's like somebody being like, well, to punish Joe Biden, we're going to cut off every American's Netflix account. What? Well, it'd be like to punish Joe Biden, we're going to kill off a bunch of Americans. 
No, Joe would be like, just as long as I get my ice cream, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he can shake hands with the magic ghost. <laughs> he does look. The guy oh. is so senile that he makes most people's grandparents look totally normal. Yes. If he was not the leader of the free world, I would feel bad for Joe Biden right now. Yeah, he he looks like he's less out of it than my mom that had a stroke and died. It's sad, but it's absolutely true. He is uh, greatly diminished. Yeah. And it seems like it hit really hard. So I'm wondering what they were. If he was doing any other job other than a politician. Yeah, he couldn't do it. He I mean, he couldn't show up to the to the work no, site, put on a hard fired. hat, and uh, and it'll spread concrete around. No, no, and just is not. It's not a good look. But I didn't understand the whole. Yeah, but it but it does fit the decline of America and the crash of the U.S. economy quite well, which is what a lot of people want. Which we have in America these goalposts every Mm -hmm. four years for of course the presidential election but otherwise every two years and we're coming up to it another election day and i don't know i would like to say that reading the tea leaves reading the room that the republicans who aren't just to be honest not all that much better than the democrats but they are a little better but i can't even call a republican wave like oh for sure there's no way nope it's like you can't nope because the insanity just keeps doubling down there there's a handful of people with an r behind their names that are actually decent and there's a handful the vast of, majority yeah, yeah. of republicans completely suck ass they're just as bad as democrats yeah same thing on both sides there's a few democrats that aren't totally nuts well, I guess if you throw in Tulsi in there, then yes. Yeah, she is the only, uh, I think she I mean, could she win. she still has a D, but she is so not a Democrat at this point. No, she says things that they, I mean, like, believe in God. Wait, what? No. Believe in the climate, Tulsi. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go down that wrong path. They might cut off your Netflix subscription. The other thing, I had no <laughs> idea. I saw an article last night that one of these small little towns here in the Chicago suburbs was adding on a streaming tax to their town. And I didn't even realize this was, wow. I know they're not getting the royalties from the cable companies anymore. That makes sense. Exactly. And that's what they said, mm-hmm. but it's a, it's kind of a, uh, like, how do you even, well, I guess the UK has been doing that forever with the BBC tax. Well, they've been right, but that's everybody in the country. Mm-hmm. Not like, well, this one little town here, we're going to add on. A, it's like, how does, I mean, I understand if your credit card brings you to the city that you live in, which most people do. That would be your mailing address. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, with a streaming service, how does Hulu, who was down last night, too, which was interesting. Mm. How does Netflix, Hulu, whoever, Apple Plus, how do they know to get the money? to your little you know 500 person town that wants to put on a streaming tax yeah well first of all that's a bullshit thing shouldn't be allowed but oh i agree but it isn't that complicated because all these companies subscribe to services whose only mission and the reason they exist and make money 
is by aggregating a shit ton of different laws that exist in different municipalities and ensure that those tax dollars are split accordingly. So most small businesses and even large businesses aren't calculating their own taxes. They're using a service that calculates sales tax. So when you go through a transaction, there's usually the, a third party that does a API call in the background that, that provides the correct taxes for your locality. Like, for instance, when I buy certain things like virtual spaceships, <laughs> you um, have more than most. I'll give you that. I have a couple um, that it shows on the transaction state tax, which I think Texas is 6% sales tax or seven percent uh six or seven i can't remember but then the city of austin being part of california adds another three (laughs) percent on top of that and it's because it's your mailing address it has to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it'll come down to as if you have a little town i believe it's your shipping address is what they look at they don't care where your credit card is addresses they care about where is it shipped to and in case of virtual shit that's not shipped uh, then I guess it would be your credit card. You're right. Yeah. So you may just want to get a different mailing address for your credit card if you're in a town that charges you extra where other ones don't. You know, that's actually not a bad freaking idea. I don't know if most credit cards will allow you to have a non-living address on them, but that's not a bad idea. If you can get a a P.O. box that's in the middle of nowhere that doesn't have their own tax and then have changed the address on one of your credit cards, that. And then just use that credit card for any service that doesn't physically have to ship anything to you. Right. And well, that's a hell of an idea. I, okay. I think you just made us some money getting around the system. You see, and the beauty is you are mystery legal. I know that the I'm I'm about finding the loopholes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like the post office. When uh, my buddy, Harry hamster wanted to send me a couple of these little uh, walkie talkie shortwave radio kind of things. I have radio kind of things. It was the the Chinese company. Oh, he's your buddy now. Okay. I've always liked Harry Hamster. I never banned him. I see. And he's like, well, I want to send you these. So I gave him my P.O. Box address. And he's like, well, no, Mm -hmm. the the Chinese people don't like P.O. Box addresses. Yeah. But most post offices in the United States will allow Mm -hmm. you to put the actual address of the post office. And then instead of P.O. Box 123, you just put Sweet 123. Right. And it gets to you. So there's another hack for you. If you didn't realize that, if you got a P.O. box yeah. and everybody's like, ah, oh, we need a street address. Screw them. Yeah, yeah post, screw them is right. Yeah, your post office box is a street address. It is. Mm-hmm. But it's That's beautiful. True. You want to get around any I little bit you can. Those. I just try not to get any mail anymore. Well, you're just off the grid. Yeah, I'm totally off the grid, except for Amazon. Well, of course, that's not real mail. That's Amazon (laughs) deliveries. That's how many times a day do you see an Amazon truck driving up at least twice a day? Huh? Mm -hmm. It is now that I usually get a delivery every day. Now that the worst of the weird covid stuff seems to be over, because for a while, especially around the holidays, Amazon, which was normally we guarantee you in a day or two, it was like. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll be there in like six weeks, okay? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, is that cool? And, uh, well, it's not quite back to normal. It's, it's getting there, though. I ordered a mm-hmm. reading lamp for my dad mm-hmm. a few weeks ago that yeah. he put in the bedroom, and he liked it so much. He's like, well, I want one 
for downstairs by the chair that he reads in. Yeah. And I ordered it on Amazon. It was there within like three hours. It was like, damn. Like, that's quick. Three hours. That's pretty good. I've yeah. had a, I, I did a quick delivery. I needed some batteries and they got that to me in about an hour. You needed a quick delivery for some batteries. Was this for a sexual aid or? Uh, no, I just forgot to get batteries. And Who still buys batteries that aren't rechargeable? Me. What size? Lithium. Are you on lithium or is that the type of battery that you're uh, that you're talking about? No, lithium batteries last like three times longer than rechargeables. So fuck rechargeables. Yeah, but rechargeables, you can recharge. Uh, yeah, but they don't last as long. So what's the point? Waste. Why are you rooting okay, the planet? Okay, Mr. Gene? Green. <laughs> Why are you rooting? The yes. Planet? Yeah. You don't don't point out the fact that I've got like eight computers running at uh-huh. any given time. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. 20 kilowatt per hour. Oh, dude, we talked about that before. Every month, comment sends us the paper, which I find ironic that they mm-hmm. will print this on a sheet of paper and yep. mail it because that's good for the environment and that's good for how, however much money. Well, that's spending. on you, buddy. You can opt out of the paper and just get it online. That's what right. I do. Why would I want to do that? I don't want it in the first place. I don't want any of it mm-hmm. every month. Here's how much power you're using. How's here's how much your efficient neighbors are using. I get that every week. <laughs> We're in Austin. Like, let us tell you tips on how you can save electricity. I'm like, yeah. if I wanted those turn tips, off your lights, damn it. Yes, I would have done it by now. It's about to be summer. It's going to be like yeah. 80 degrees here tomorrow. Oh, it's like 88 here. The air conditioning is probably on then, right? I mean, that's oh yeah, it's a necessity. Yeah, I went from using heat the most last month. So March was my highest usage of uh, natural gas. Uh, and now we're in full on hot weather mode. We'll still have a few cool days. It's nice. So I bought a thing. I can't remember what the hell it's called. Uh, that I saw an ad for on a podcast. Wait, so, so ads on podcasts work? Oh, yeah, totally. I actually bought something. And so this is the coolest, most useless thing. It is the coolest, most useless thing. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So at least it's cool. Uh, it is effectively a small projector that points at my ceiling and displays the Milky Way galaxy up there. Wow. You really are into these space games. And the. It, it, so it's basically like a projected image of a nebula with a laser generating all the individual stars. Is it the galaxy gene? Uh, no, I can't remember the name, but, but it's, it's something, you know, I, I don't know, uh, star map or something. I can't recall. So but it's just a little laser projector with one solid image. Uh, well, it, it all moves like it Ooh. actually rotates around the nebula. This is like going to the planetarium. Yeah, that's the way they sell it is like, it's just like going to the planetarium, <laughs> but at home on your ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it could be on your wall, but that would look kind of weird. Oh yeah. We have to, you wouldn't want yeah. it to look weird. No, 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 no. If I'm going to have a space field around me, I want it to be up on the ceiling. Well, yeah, because that's where space, space is. has up and down. Don't you know space, man? It's up there. Space, man. Rocket, man. Exactly. Rocket, man. So, oh, 
You so you saw Putin testing those rockets. I know. Huh? What? Putin testing those rockets. Some I new ultrasonic that. rocket that they were throwing up out there. Yeah, they and it's funny too, because um they've been actually testing these things for about two years. Yeah, but nobody was paying attention really. But nobody was paying attention. Yeah. And but now, now that they've <laughs> Use it in Ukraine now. I actually am watching videos of military videos because I watch a lot of those, uh, where people are saying, "Oh yeah, 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 those are horrible." No, the U.S. one. Now that thing is really good. And as soon as Boeing does a test of that, we'll we'll be able to see just how good it is. The world is a dangerous place. No, it's just you know, literally having shit that's two to three years ahead of where the U.S. is at this point and it the the spillover from the anti-russia propaganda out there from the russophobia that people seem to have lately um that is even getting to the point where military channels that typically provide coverage about all the coolest you know weapons of death and mass destruction uh now they're even using that bias it used to be like you know talk about every country's stuff it's the coolest latest kind of death toy and now they're like oh yeah yeah well that one sucks though you just wait till the u.s version of that death toy comes out it'll be way better it might take a few years longer but it'll be way better but in, in the game of death toys if you're lagging by a few years that's more than just market share that's it is mostly people. market share. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, come on. Well, they yeah. said this. I mean, well, we saw it was China was the first one with the ultrasonic missile that we've yep. never seen anything like China this. China is probably the, I don't know if they're the furthest ahead, but they're definitely the biggest actual deployed. Uh, China's got thousands of these things up and ready to go. Russia's probably got 100. U.S. has zero. So. You know, we're all pretty much even now, I guess. Well, this is what happens after eight years of Obama and Biden, where they decimated the military spending. Well, they didn't decimate it. They rerouted it into uh, LGBT education, which is really important when the the nukes are coming our way. Throw a lesbian at them. Well, and it's important uh, because now we have, uh, you know, generals that were born a he and are now a she. And that is historic. Mm-hmm. It's the priorities of a country which show you exactly where it's going. Mm-hmm. The only question remains, and I think this is the only interesting question, is what percentage of the United States is actually in that mindset of the far left? 51. I, no, it's not 51%. Oh, well, that's it is if you look at the votes. Well, the votes are a lot of stupid people. Well, you understand that there's a lot of people that will vote Democrat who aren't in on the completely radical stuff. And that's the question. You're saying people are voting for something they don't like? I think they're voting for something that they have no idea what they're voting for. Just like we know everybody voted against Trump. It wasn't for Biden. It was, Uh well, I don't want Trump. So let's see what this guy could do, because, you know, I how bad can on he every be? episode of every show I do. Every country has the government they deserve. This is true. But when people start waking up, if they will, I don't believe that 
over 50% of the United States is in a radical left mindset. I believe there's a lot of people who consider themselves to be Democrats because they have always thought of themselves as Democrats, whose parents were Democrats, who told them they should be Democrats, and really don't understand what that means because people are tied to their phones. They have no idea what's You're going on in the world. people that drive Chevys. Right, perhaps. You never know. Or Fords or Teslas. Doesn't really matter. Oh, no, no, no. No, Fords, those are voting Republican. <laughs> is this a uh, is this a tried and true method we know by Oh yeah. Yeah, no, that's totally the case. And in fact, uh, there was a TV show called uh The Ranch that used a Netflix that show quite well. Yeah, yeah. Back when Netflix did shows other than pedophilia, which is pretty much the pedophile channel at this point. But that's when uh, you decided to tune out. Yeah, I tuned out two years ago, I think now, maybe a year and a half, something like that. But it was a while ago. So I can't even cancel Netflix along with everybody else now because I did that you before everybody else. You can't virtue signal. I know it sucks. I really want to virtue signal by telling Netflix to fuck off a second time. Maybe I'll sign up again <laughs> and then cancel again. Sign up. Like, I'm gonna, yeah, that works. I mean, we, mm-hmm. we love it. On my podcast, when people send money to tell me I suck, I mean that is the best way to tell mm-hmm. me I suck is to include a check. That is a good way of telling you you suck. At least I'll acknowledge it at that point. Mm-hmm. But I Boy, do believe if all the if if all the people that uh, sent money to no agenda realized that they were all telling him they suck. Well, I don't know. They would still take the money, would they? I think so. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing value for value model it is a thing it's like the country we've got going now i think most people are just totally out of what's going on they really don't pay any attention Mm -hmm. and i think when things get bad enough is when more people start paying a little bit of attention or even if they Mm -hmm. don't understand i think they're what percentage would you say of just your normal tried and true Democrats that are looking at their paycheck right now. They're looking at their grocery bill. They're looking at what they're paying on gasoline. Mm-hmm. How many of those people do you think go, yeah, it's time to pull that R lever when I go to vote the next time? Uh, very few. Really? You don't think yeah. that enough people nope. are like, you know, this is an obvious thing. What happened here? Because even if you're no, not paying, it's, it's almost better all, if you're not paying attention all, to the news. It's Trump's fault. It's the, Second of all, the, no, it's, it's Putin's, Putin's fault. Price. It's the Putin price hike. It's it's Trump and Putin colluded to fuck over American gasoline pricing and create inflation. Everybody knows this. If that's the case, then we're going to get no Republican wave and we're all screwed. And I've been saying that for a year and a half. Did you see the fake ad, the teaser? that they put out for the Trump interview with Piers Morgan. No, the whole thing. And it was headline news briefly on all the usual sites. Ah, Trump got owned by Piers Morgan. He got pissed. He stood up. He walked out. He canceled the interview. Oh, wow. And uh, Trump and his people not being new to this Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. I guess we're running their own recorders and provided mm-hmm. the information, provided the recordings to like NBC was one. I mm-hmm. was surprised. NBC's like, yeah, it appears Piers Morgan's full of shit. And Trump saying Trump walked out. We got we were provided the audio and there was clearly at the end of it, Trump and Piers Morgan thanking each other, saying it was a great interview, all of this. So the 
the whole teaser and the whole ad that oh he was mad and got up and walked out pissed he stormed off lies which is why nobody believes the media well first of all pierce morgan stormed off his own show yes yeah six months ago and i thought that got him fired so how is he back on tv he's back i mean i think they're giving him a second chance but maybe i don't know why you would if this, this would is be his 14th chance i think maybe it's america it's the american way you say you're yeah, sorry you get to come back you do it again yeah he's in the uk though not the us well he has done for united states companies it's not like he's on the bbc wait so he, is this the trump paid for interview by uh did trump hire pierce morgan to interview him? <laughs> you know that would be even is better this what we're talking about now that would be i the, didn't see the ad so i don't know that would be a little bit of a head fake i don't know where pierce morgan is at this point or where the show yeah. is but I really hope that Trump creates a new role for himself and sticks with it of being the uh, the the grandfather of the conservatives. I don't even want to say Republicans, but of the conservatives of the conservative movement, and like his people help to anoint certain uh, races. But God, I hope he doesn't run because if he runs, it's going to be so embarrassing for him to lose the election. I think he would probably win if all no, things were against him. I don't know. I'm not convinced no, of that. He, he does. He did his thing. He had his chance and he blew it. He had so much opportunity in the first two years to get the right people in to pardon Assange to uh pass way more laws when he had the republican majority in there and it just got blown over and over and over and uh the wrong cabinet was in place and even the replacements were just as bad as the original people coming in so uh, while i wanted trump in there as a non-politician now that he's a politician i don't want him in there well, the problem, I think, was so many people were working against him, which is not going to change. Even people that have normally been, you know, Republicans, well, you added Trump to the mix and all of a sudden they were the you know anti-Trump Republicans. And that, I do believe, is the main yeah. issue, is that it's not a uniting force. The Republicans have always had the problem where they have not been united. The Democrats have the same problem right now because they mm-hmm. have that fringe of the AOCs and the yeah. Ilan Omars who are not happy. I think if AOC ran, she'd probably win. It was what, the first for female president? president of the United I States. I think you're right? high. Are you really? You think AOC? No, I guarantee you she would win because I most guarantee. Whoa, 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 whoa. Guarantee? Yeah, absolutely guaranteed. If she ran, she's got it. Done deal. Wow. I she, hope she, doesn't she would have that. the backing of literally billions of dollars in funding. You would see nonstop commercials. I'm about not even the story sure she's going to hold her seat in the Bronx. Little girl from uh, what you would call it, Puerto Rico, and uh, becoming, uh, you know, this th- this turnaround story for her. It, uh, she absolutely guaranteed. I, I have no doubt that if she ran, she would win. See, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced she's even going to hold her seat. But well, she may not. But she would absolutely win for president. That, okay, you're right. That may be a different, uh, 
a different demographic there the people in her constituency right now every woman under the age of 60 would vote for her regardless of party i do not believe that that if you're a woman under 60 listening to this show and you wouldn't vote for aoc then send this money <laughs> no it's just you could just send sergina a <laughs> note no i would not vote for aoc yeah. she she would be the uh the prototypical either representative of her generation or the daughter figure or whoever she just compare her to hillary which yeah. of those two would you rather see in the white house well see i would rather see aoc okay well that's hillary. what america's all about it's all about the visuals and <laughs> aoc's got them and 80 year old grandmas don't got them i mean i will say and and compared to other females that have part of the democratic party like the current vice president the uh laughing gas AO- woman yeah laughing gas woman that that smokes pot 24 7 uh aoc actually makes more sense you know i'm thinking aoc or biden and i'm she she can't do worse a i think i don't think they're gonna run her so i don't think we're gonna have the scenario for real they're probably gonna talk her into running like four years from now or eight years from now she probably will still run eventually just but, posted on no agenda social widow garrett no way on earth i would vote for aoc <laughs> see that we have a female listener in. live you gotta be kidding me yes we you're like you're surprised one mm-hmm. we have any female listeners well we want proof of you not voting by seeing a donation <laughs> i don't think that's how it works <laughs> that's totally how it works aoc for president i mean that seems like yeah. something you'd i'm i'm not advocating it i'm just saying if it happened i guarantee you should be in there would be two major functions here one is money she she got uh more money than 80 percent of the democrats in donations and she's from this little tiny district well everybody across the u.s likes sending her money she she would have an unlimited war chest like beyond trump size war chest if she ran number two is the machine likes her the party machine that ensured that biden wins no matter what even though trump had more votes than any other president in past history received votes no matter what biden was always going to have more the same machine will ensure that aoc always has more votes and will win the election well she is surely the biggest puppet out of any the most controllable out of any when you know that the strings are being pulled outside no matter who the president is there are strings absolutely absolutely yeah and she is easy enough i mean obama only won because he was black it wasn't on his record he didn't uh, ding, have ding, a big ding, record ding, ding, and and also controlled and so i think it's the same exact thing with aoc aoc would win as the first female president and barack is speaking out against that evil social media you know which one all of them the evil like facebook yes Oh. Uh, on Breitbart, Obama. Well, in good. A major I agree speech. with him. Fuck Facebook. Yesterday, he called for more regulation of mm-hmm. social media content. Yeah, you know, all because of disinformation, which is it is such a, it's a very word. Orwellian term. Isn't that- yes, it's such a Orwellian term. It's the key word. Everybody is pointing to disinformation, and this is one thing both sides can agree on. Because if you go to the most radical people on the left. 
they'll tell you ah there's disinformation that on, on social media and in the mm-hmm. media you go to the right they'll tell you there's disinformation they're not talking about the same stuff they're talking about exact opposite viewpoints yeah it, it is really an absurd word because there is no such thing as disinformation it literally does not exist it doesn't right it, it's not when you say disinformation the what most people hear or how most people um take that as is to mean it's a lie right but that's not really the way it's being used because lies you can kind of prove disinformation means assumingly anything that's kind of pushing you in a direction that they don't want you to be questions the narrative right right because even the things like the mask mandates there's data coming out now and there has been all along to be honest but the data is continuing to come out that when you look at places that did the mask mandates as opposed to the places that didn't and then you look at the percentage of people sick blah 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 the masks made almost zero difference they do make zero difference i talked about this on one of the literally first episodes of sir gene speaks back when COVID just started because i pulled up research from the university of minnesota that was done two years before COVID that tested a variety of materials i think about 15 different types of materials for their efficacy in preventing viral size loads and they did this as a university study i don't know if it was somebody's phd paper or if it was something that was done through a grant but the conclusion they came out to is that a bath towel works better than most masks thicker baby thicker exactly harder to breathe through and the the N95 mask was only 93% uh, reduction in the viral load, which still means that over 5% or at a bare minimum, 5% viral load still goes through. And that's the mask that everybody was touting as the gold standard. If you really want a mask that prevents virus, uh, viral infection from coming in, you can't use a mask that is actually made for uh for reducing contamination of dust particles which is what an n95 mask is for right much bigger particles much bigger particles and it does a good job of doing that what do they wear at those facilities in ukraine and china that are u.s paid for i mean you don't even have to go to the facilities in uh uh in virginia or maryland that specialize in doing research in um, uh, bioweapons, but you have to look at in other countries where they don't have the American budgets. What are they wearing? Well, I guarantee you they're not wearing an N95 mask. No, you don't. They're wearing biohazard suits. <laughs> right. You don't. Do you yeah. want to ensure that COVID doesn't get transmitted? You need to wear a biohazard suit. Yeah. Full body with the little, you know, very 1950s little, uh, you know air intakes that are going through mm-hmm. like multiple filters that's uh well, that's yeah it, they're the the filters well first of all if you really look at the way the u.s does it with the bigger budgets is we all have positive air suits so you're carrying your own supply of oxygen that effectively increases the atmospheric pressure inside the suit slightly so that if there are any holes air is out, always baby. blowing out right not in that makes so, sense that way you're not getting infected but, but even in in the 
third world locations like Ukraine in where they they're not necessarily doing that. They're still wearing the biohazard suits for those facilities because you'd be an idiot not to. But now you pointing out the exact data that scientists came up with would be deemed disinformation because it's going yeah, against the narrative. Exactly. And they had to remove the website. They so about six months after COVID started. University of Minnesota was so bombarded with people saying all these non-believers are pointing out to your study. You have to remove it. And they removed the study. That is the danger. That yeah. Is and that's the death of science. That's why you can't call it information or news. You have to call it narrative. That is the officially sanctioned narrative. Actual information is not bound by political desires. Actual information is what is. Now, with this disinformation, the Breitbart article says Barack Obama delivered a speech at Stanford University after spending months studying the subject. So Barack Obama Mm -hmm. allegedly spent months studying disinformation. He described himself as, quote, pretty close to a First Amendment absolutist, which Mm -hmm. (laughs) which I find hilarious. But immediately then clarified and said, the First Amendment is a check on the power of the state. It doesn't apply to private companies like Facebook and Twitter. And he called for more, quote, value judgments on content moderation and censorship on social media, saying, quote, while content moderation can limit the distribution of clearly dangerous content, it doesn't go far enough. What is clearly dangerous content? content when it comes to that would be that'd be known as thoughts yes that is what's dangerous for yourself you should just repeat what you are told it's amazing to me that this is a former president of the united states who's like yeah you know and a constitutional scholar right well he taught constitutional law i believe but you know it's like for like six months well, it was like Just one like of the only was, real jobs he ever had. He never had any real jobs. Come on. He's he, he's he was a, a gay prostitute in Chicago. Everybody knows this. And uh, he was recruited by the uh, the powers that be to become a president because they thought it'd be funny. I mean, that's that's the life story of Barack Obama. He said now this. What, what is your opinion of this? This is an interesting quote. He says over time. We lose our capacity to distinguish between fact, opinion, and wholesale fiction, or maybe we just stop caring. Do you think that's true? That because well, I think that's their goal for sure. That they well, right? I do believe that there is a inherent that is a goal. Now, goal. whether whether only people with IQs below 100 fall for that or not, that's a different question. But and I do but think certainly that is, is the goal. It's been the goal for U.S. companies for literally at least 100 years, possibly longer, maybe 150 years, is to get people to stop thinking and to just start acting based on what they're told. Well, we know. And, and what I mean by it is it's advertising, right? This is the right. whole industry is built on getting people to stop thinking and just act based on subconscious uh, information. Right, exactly. I mean, I did an episode on bias a long time ago on random thoughts and mm-hmm. The most powerful bias is emotional bias, which explains everything going on in Ukraine. All of the stories, they don't have to be factual. All they have to do is get the emotional reaction they want, and you will make the decision 
that they want you to make. Mm -hmm. That's all this stuff is. Uh, Obama also says, quote, our brains aren't accustomed to taking in this much, much information this fast. And a lot of us are experiencing overload. I also agree with him there. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Uh, the the monkey brain that we have was not designed for this much information. So people that are constantly scrolling their phone all day long, reading, doesn't really matter. I don't believe. I don't think it matters whether you're reading social media or you're reading the yeah. uh, you know Washington Post or if you're reading Fox News or if you're reading Breitbart. The people that don't stop all day long just taking in information, I believe that's bad. It's really it's hard to do it really is when um i started paying attention to the um the peacekeeping efforts in ukraine that russia was doing and started posting information coming directly from the source uh you know i i i wanted to do it just because it's so contrary to the narrative that exists here and so i was on all day long basically as i had time at that point in time um to just you know constantly be posting information and reading new information coming in translating it blah 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 um like two three days of that and uh you know you can't fall asleep you can't really eat you can't you're like you become a zombie right you're like it's, addicted to i need to know i need I, am i gonna miss too something? much it's yeah it's too much data to process uh and and i think the fact that i was even translating some of it was probably helping me because that at least gives me a different task than just reading right but people that are just inputting and without any modification of the data and then re you know rebroadcasting it to their twitter followers and everything else yeah that's uh that's not good it's not healthy it's not good i've greatly cut down on the amount of time that i spend paying attention to what's going on in ukraine and it may be maybe like an hour a day at tops at this point and i was probably doing like 12 hours a day uh when i started posting it first which goes along with another quote here from the former president quote people like putin and steve bannon for that matter i like the pairing understand Mm -hmm. that it's not necessary for people to believe disinformation in order to weaken democratic institutions you just have to flood the public square with enough raw sewage which there's no putting that genie back in the bottle mr president there is no Mm -hmm. way because what you're talking about is the internet unlimited well the the internet but also politics as right the well the politics is always going to exist well i guess maybe not i guess are we going to maybe make it illegal to talk about politics on the internet you can no longer talk politics on social media but then they ruined they would ruin their own well, did uh, we not have hose. uh back in back in my day we we had sort of a a common uh unspoken rule that you shouldn't talk about religion politics or you know topics of a sexual nature yes now that's all we talk about those three topics were discouraged conversation types because they typically lead to the same thing which is an emotional response rather than an intellectual response well they weren't good conversations in polite company the difference with the internet and social media is there is no polite company 
Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. You know, this is just putting it out there to the world where people have a lot less with your having an argument with somebody that you like, whether it's a family member, a friend, and you know, you're on different sides of a topic. Mm -hmm. I think you approach that topic. If you really have to have that conversation, you approach it in a different way where you'd actually try to, I don't want to say pussyfoot around, but you're a lot more calm and you try to stay rational and you try to stay non-emotional. The internet's just the opposite. When you jump onto social media, it's all about the emotion. Yeah, it's eliciting emotion because emotion gets you those likes and likes makes you feel good because of the uh Yeah, you get the, the dopamine hit, baby. Yeah, dopamine hit. Exactly. Barack Obama says people are dying because We're all of drug misinformation. Now, I guess. Do you believe that? <laughs> people are dying? <laughs> I agree. I, in fact, I think there are lots of people that are getting killed right now as a result of misinformation that the US has been providing about Ukraine. Yeah, well, Nobody wants to see the issue. It's all. I I think Putin was quite accurate when he said, and it's not just him. Plenty of others have said that the the continued U.S. propaganda about Ukraine and the dumping of billions of dollars into that country has extended the war and thereby the number of Ukrainian deaths to the point where it is now greater than it was uh, at the initial conflict. So. The more the U.S. quote unquote helps Ukraine, the more Ukrainians die. Yeah, well, it's that emotional thing that's going on. And once people are convinced, and I'm seeing this with Bill O'Reilly, who I've talked about that I liked a lot of his coverage over COVID because I thought it was accurate and staying away from all the emotional hysteria. Just the opposite with the Russian stuff. He Mm -hmm. hates Putin. Putin is the he's evil. of that age. He's of that age, just like a lot of other people that are in their sixties and seventies. They've never saw a distinction between the USSR and Russia. They never saw a Russian they liked. Yeah, or a Russian they liked. Now O'Reilly they're had Russophob- on a guy they're Russophobes. That's all they are. That was former CIA, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about Putin, and the guy would not agree with O'Reilly, and it, you could tell it kind of set him off mm-hmm. because he's like, "Well, you know, it's just there's no reason Putin, there's no reason he would have gone in except that he's mad that he, you know, he's crazy, mm-hmm. he's out of control. Do you believe that?" And the guy's like, "No, <laughs> no, that not seeing that yet. They're not seeing a guy that is making irrational decisions." And this again, everybody has to step back and go. I need to look at this from mm-hmm. both sides, see what they're both saying. You could still disagree with everything and hate what's going on and everything else, but to immediately take somebody and be like, well, he's just mad. It's like, that's not really the analysis that's uh, no. going to bring you anywhere. But once you get caught up in that, you are not removing anybody from their point of view i don't believe bernie goldberg who's been a journalist for years won multiple emmys um he said exactly what we've talked about in the past which is with media today people do not tune in for news which is maybe why so many people 
didn't seemingly like no agenda when they started talking about Ukraine or we've seen it here on a smaller Mm -hmm. scale because we have less people because we're saying something that doesn't go along with what they like or what they believe. And Bernie Goldberg says people are going into media now not to learn. They're Mm -hmm. going to hear that they're right. Mm -hmm. And if you're turning to media to reinforce that you're right, and the media is saying something that you don't like or believe, then people get a little, little anxious. They get a little yeah, angry. which is fine. There's nothing wrong with, you know, wanting to only listen to content that you agree with. That's why people separate themselves into small groups. That's why different religions exist. Different sects within Christianity even exist because people like to hang out with others that have their actual beliefs and not slightly different beliefs. See, I prefer hanging out with people I just don't like. Do you remember the uh, Gulliver's Travels? Yes. Big guy. Uh, good guy. Do you remember when he was uh, in the land of the, the Lilliputians? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember their major disagreement? He ate all their food. No, I don't remember the. Uh... No, no, no. Because they, they were at war with the guys on the other side of the island. Um, and they were essentially identical. Um, and I can't remember what the other guys were called, uh, but they, they shared an Island and they were constantly in the war with them. And they, they wanted to use Gulliver as their mass weapon of destruction. Hell yeah. Because he's, you know, gigantic. Right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, nobody had nukes at the time. Nobody had nukes, but they had giants. And there, when he found out eventually that what led to war was a disagreement about which side of the egg, the eggshell needs to get cracked on before (laughs) it is removed from the egg. So this is, I think, a parable of human nature is that in any group with more than one person, there will be multiple opinions and the more similar the people are in that group, the less of a difference in opinions it takes to get them to fight with each other. It's certainly U- not Ukrainians hard. and Russians are the same people. There is no genetic difference whatsoever. The language is literally, I mean, I'm sure people would disagree with me and some, but it's, it's essentially an accent difference. But there's really no religious difference, which is probably the main thing. There in is our a religious difference, actually. There- uh, Ukrainians are more Catholic than Russian are Orthodox. Okay. Because Poland is Catholic. And Poland owned, invaded, controlled, whatever you want to put it, uh, Western Ukraine for a period of time. Whoa, whoa, so whoa. The Polish, the Polish guys in. were into Ukraine. They were the aggressors. Oh, yeah, you knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why <laughs> Poland right now is the most gung-ho of all European countries to fuck with Russia is because the history of Poland uh, is literally the history of fighting with Russia in Ukraine. Makes sense. So... The more time passes, the more things stay the same. Uh, it, and, and incidentally, Western Ukraine, uh, I'm sure you've, you've heard of uh, uh, Lviv, the 
town out there that that's being used to resupply Ukrainians with American weapons. Um, that is a Polish city. It was taken from Poland during World War II by Stalin. And I've often made an argument that it should have been returned to Poland. Like that part of Ukraine should have been rightfully given back to Poland where the border used to be, uh, which is, uh, I think about 300 kilometers, um, you know, inside where it is right now on the Western side. Give Poland back to the Polish. Yeah. Yeah. But that is where the Catholic, uh, religious, sort of uh, i don't know what you'd call it that 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 religious mentality comes from is from uh poland uh because to the east it was all orthodox but to the west there was a lot of catholicism but you make a good point going back to the fact that if the united states nato europe were not providing ukraine with assistance what? Oh yeah, nobody would be dying right now. No, the thing would would be completely over, uh, and uh, it would be essentially some type of compromise. Call it a puppet government if you want, but but people wouldn't have had to flee in droves the way that that they still are of Ukraine. I think the population's been reduced in half at this point. And uh, who so comes about, out better for this is the question because I don't think it's the Ukraine people oh ukrainians are completely fucked that whole country is just fucked as hell the uh the americans are in there and fucking with russia because ukraine has been the money laundering capital of the u.s and probably europe as well um this is where american politicians could go and swap out bills that provided money for something into actual cash for themselves. Uh, a lot of Americans, politicians on both sides of the aisle have gotten rich. They're, I mean, it's no wonder we have Pelosi's kid, Biden's kid. Uh, who's that um, rhino from Utah? Romney? Uh, yeah, Mitt Romney's kid. And then there was one other one that were all working for Ukrainian companies at the same time. A lot of money how, coming. How does that happen? It's, it's money laundering. There's it's nothing magic here. It's super simple. Ukraine for a little country nobody cared about. There was a lot going on. Well, it's not Ukraine. a little country. It's the biggest country in Europe. I mean, for an American point of view. Yeah, but nobody in America knew what the fuck Ukraine was, other than occasionally seeing some model from Ukraine. Like, oh, everybody knew they had hot women in Ukraine, which is true. That, that's just, don't forget John Kerry's kid. Yeah, it carries the other one. There you go. So that, that's the four. That's the four very well-known politicians whose kids all worked in Ukraine at the same time. And now, that should tell you something. Absolutely right. Just another proxy war. That's what you have going here. And you can't tell oh, me. It's totally. And, and the fact that uh, they see if the U.S. wanted to do this right, they could have still done this, not align themselves with actual Nazis, not pretend Nazis. Uh, and just, you know, made that environment look like it was spick and span from the outside. How about not bringing in an actor who played the president to be the president? That would have been a good start as well. Um, because it, 
it is so obvious when you're not drinking the Kool-Aid that uh, the the revolution in Ukraine was nothing but an American takeover of that country and then repurposing of that country as the money laundering bank for U.S. politicians. Like it, there's so much data out there now. And incidentally, this was all before Putin invaded that showed just how corrupt Ukrainian politics were. Uh, this was not uh, the Polish revolution that happened with Lech Walesa um, during uh, the fall of communism. This is this is a completely uh, different. This is really what happened in Ukraine eight years ago was just a slightly more peaceful version of Iraq. U.S. came in, but with Gloria Newland's money, much fewer guns and bombs but still some and we again have proof of that we have images we have contacts we have documents in order to take over ukraine and repurpose it for whatever purposes they wanted and it's pretty obvious that it was used for money laundering it's pretty obvious now that it was also used as a an alternative to china to do bioweapons research and anybody that that is so gullible to think that major countries are not doing bioweapons i don't mean just u.s does it china does it russia does it u.s does it france does it absolutely we know that from documents i don't know if the uk does bioweapons but they probably do germany doesn't simply because of the stain of world war ii uh, but there are tons of countries that are currently doing bioweapons research so it is not a surprise at all that the u.s does what it's always done it figures out the loophole in the laws and how to get around, do shit that isn't allowed to do. Um, gain of function research. Oh, I know. We can't do it on U.S. territory. Hey, there's doesn't a place say in anything Wuhan. about doing it somewhere else. Go to Wuhan. Nobody will even notice. Yeah, I mean, who's heard of Wuhan? Nobody. There's no American at all that <laughs> has heard the name Wuhan. Might as well just do it in that lab, right? They'll keep it quiet. Nothing, nothing could possibly go wrong there. It's like, of course, people are going to do what people are going to do. Yeah. This so concept, you combine you the stop. fact that the, the country was taken over, that it was effectively converted to a, a U.S. proxy. Uh, and, and incidentally, th- this is the other interesting thing, is that in the last uh, however many, 20 years, give or take, since the fall of communism. Uh, All the current countries that used to make up the Soviet Union, they all had really tough times and they all recovered. And they've all done much better post-communism than they were doing pre-communism. With one exception, Ukraine. Ukraine is in worse shape today, and I, I don't mean after the invasion. I'm talking about like a year ago, let's say. So during COVID, right? Ukraine was in much worse shape in terms of economy, in terms of unemployment, in terms of the currency stability than it was during the Soviet era. Every other republic in the Soviet Union that became its own country, and I think there were 14 of them, they're all doing better except for Ukraine. 
Why is that? The breadbasket of the world, the, the place that's supposed to be like feeding all of Europe, a place that has oil that hasn't really been extracted yet. Why are they doing worse? Well, there's two reasons, I think. One is that in the, in, from what I recall, yeah, personally, um, certainly in Soviet times, Ukraine was always seen as that sort of, you know, shady backroom kind of part of the country. It was where if you wanted to do a deal that wasn't quite kosher, that's where you went. Yeah, that was the bad part. Uh, it was, yeah, the term Ukraine, like I said this before many times, literally means near the border or borderlands. Uh, if you want to get into like video game style uh, naming, which I know you do. Yeah, exactly. Video but that's, that's literally what it means. And it, it means the, the borderlands of Russia or the, the near the border of Russia. That's what that territory name means. So calling the country borderlands, okay, I mean, sure, why not? You could do it, but it was never a country. It was always just a part of a country. It was a territory. And it was a part of the country that was close to other countries. And boy, this is going to sound super racist, of course. But Well, um, I mean, as everything that you say does, in fact, sound. Apparently, because, you know, I'm white. Or well, so no, they and, say. Well, I'm not actually Russian. white, but, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not Belarusian. What are you talking about? Nobody's pure. I mean, if you're pure white, you got a problem. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Belarusian just means white Russian, right? I did. Well, I thought that was a drink. Well, it is a drink, but Belo is just the color of white. Yeah. So Belarusia is just white Russia. Versus red Russia, which is mother Russia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Red Russia is way better. Yeah, the red next time you're at a bar see if you can order a red, red russian. russian that's where they like they uh-huh. cut your like th- you know throat or something while they're pouring you the drink yeah is that how they do it? i don't know I, anyway my I'm point Irish. simply being that much like if you want to get drugs you go to new mexico because that's what? right by the border that's where they come in that's where you can get them cheap drug tips this will get us kicked drug off tips of youtube and unrelenting exactly uh-huh, uh-huh. there's um, a lot of drugs coming in from over the border i hear i hear there are drugs coming in from over the border so ukraine was the place that you could do it and in, in it was the place where you could get uh weapons it was a place where you could get all kinds of equipment it was a place where you can get western cars and other crap even during soviet days it was it was a place and here's the the racist part it was a place that was close to where the gypsies were so if you were going to put this in the star wars universe it would be like mos eisley's uh spaceport uh it'd be sure you know, or, or tatooine in general right yeah because there's a lot of shystering going on there exactly so that was uh the history of ukraine and it was also a part of russia that, like i said that was quite often in a conflict with Poland and Poland at times like 300 years ago, uh, controlled a pretty sizable chunk of what is the current Ukraine, um, as part of the, uh, the Polish Lithuanian empire, I believe. Don't you know, we believe territory should never be changed now. 
Yes, absolutely. Alaska still belongs to Russia. They want it back. They do want it back. There's a movement. It's kind of funny. There's a movement in Alaska to uh, to rejoin Russia um, because the documents were never actually signed for the transfer of property. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, it is true. Is it a legal loophole? Is Alaska? No, no. The money was transferred. So, I mean, that's like nine tenths of the law, right? I but suppose you got the paid. actual documents were never signed. Why? Why were they never signed? Uh, you know, it was before the Internet. It was hard to <laughs> was send people to DocuSign to right. have them sign off on something. You had to send actual paper by horse. Things weren't instantaneous. Yeah, right. The world was a better place, I think, when you yeah. couldn't get it. And I can't remember. I think Russia was sold it because they were recovering from the the Japanese Russian war. And so they they needed the uh the money for that. And uh Alaska seemed like a bunch of frozen wasteland. Well, the fact that the US government seems really against using Alaska for what it offers is just mm-hmm. insanity to me. Yeah, they'd be definitely more utilized if they were part of Russia right now. Yeah. yeah. Give Alaska back to the Russians. Yeah, I think there's a movement that uh, could be joined to do that. The people in Alaska, are they okay with this? I mean, or? they can secede. Look, we we allow this everywhere in, in the world. If somebody doesn't like their government, they absolutely have the right to secede. Well, yeah. There's we no reason the- a, a part of America, which not even is physically, you know, conjoined with uh what was it it's not contiguous 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 america yeah let's not forget we have that autonomous zone and we have that that whole autonomous zone called canada in between uh alaska and uh the rest of the u.s oh should we take over canada now the other thing is hawaii was also never properly transferred to the u.s the u.s literally just came and took it from the natives even though this was back in the 19. 50s that it became a state Ooh, i hope there have been reparations there were no reparate there's a movement for that as well um that i've seen but uh there was no contracts agreements or anything else that allowed the u.s to take uh hawaii as which was a sovereign nation uh into becoming part of the united states so why did we go all the way to take hawaii but we didn't take cuba well, Cuba was already owned by Spain before the U.S. was a country. Maybe they're better Remember, armed. Cuba was, um, what was it called? Uh, New Spain, I think, back in the day. Really? I, I, that may be true. I, I believe just so. don't know enough. I mean, I'm not that the, old. But I, I believe that was <laughs> that, the case. That, that what's, Cuba, tell us that about your the original name Gina? of the island was New Spain. Did you, did you visit New Spain when you were a boy? <laughs> was it a vacation spot? It was. It still is, actually. I mean, if you like um, 1950s I did cars. Not, and- I, the closest I came is I, I have some uh, sand from the beach in Cuba from the 1970s. And I also have, well, I the closest I got to Cuba was, I think, in, uh, that was probably in 88 or 89. Uh, I was windsurfing off the coast of Key West. Nice. Did you get a yeah. little lost? And I got a little lost. Yep. And the wind changed. And uh, as you don't have a motor uh, when you're windsurfing, you just kind of go, you know, 
with the in flow the general vicinity of the wind i mean you could go sideways from it but you can't go directly against it so yeah i got pretty close i got to about 45 miles off the coast of cuba wow were you on the sat phone with your uh, kgb handlers <laughs> to come pick you up or i did get a boat ride back yes <laughs> like we are, you do not belong here yeah no it's it's a not stationed in cuba thank you Ooh, that's good that's yeah good. they have their own man in cuba so <laughs> they have their men everywhere they do they do um, so i've never been to cuba i always thought it was absolutely a cool looking place and most people i know have been to cuba at this point i missed my opportunity i think because uh, i was planning too much when they started having direct flights from miami like that's when most people i know went and i kept thinking oh great it's almost completely open now let's figure out a time to do this and you know it and it never happened and trump closed it well from what i understand it was just like going back in time is going to cuba yeah but less and less so all the time so i think like back in the 90s that was literally going back in time by the 2000s there's a lot of european tourists there by the 2010s it was uh it was a little closer to like a Disney going back in time than an actual going back in time. So the, the more time has passed, the, the less Cuba actually is going back. In time. The more modern it's become. I'm still waiting for the big resorts to open in North Korea that we heard were going to happen when Trump. Yeah, and, uh, there are, there is a really nice resort in North Korea, uh, up on the, um, I forget the name of the mountain, but uh, good skiing up there. Have you been to North Korea? And I know never been to North <laughs> Korea either. No, I go to no countries that are banned by the United States. I just, wanted, I just wanted to know if people should dislike you for more reasons. <laughs> yeah. It's, go yeah after. Do we need to give them more reasons for that? Uh, I don't think so. Sure. Uh-huh. I don't think so. I just no. think it, it's like, hey, by comparison, people love me so it's just they yes i know that's the main reason you do the show with me is you're like i want to be more like <laughs> right if you want and i i used to have this one host that really made me a lot more liked but you know he didn't want to do the show anymore i said i need to find another host that's going to make me a lot more like people just keep bailing i don't know uh-huh it's like the you know it's like the pretty girls always take a couple of less attractive girls with them yeah that's exactly what it is it's the same thing it's the same concept Mm-hmm. Now, if people look at our icons, you can definitely see who's the more attractive here. Oh, well, of course, from the drawings <laughs> and Funko Funkoization of uh, the characters. I mean, we yeah. were. Well, I have a drawing. You have a photo. So I don't know about that. We was live on video before people have seen our pretty faces. What can That's I say? Right. That's people right. complained we were too pretty. I mean, I can't believe the hate we got. Yeah. Well, I just I don't I don't see a point in giving that away for free when the my OnlyFans site you know generates a lot more income the amount of face. revenue your only fan site brings in is at least three four cents a year <laughs> well three or four fold of what we're making on here that's for sure <laughs> well it's true that's true you just uh you have to send money back to them it's like it it's like the alternate only fans it's where you pay people you to pay watch people you to watch you yes yeah. but, you know, I, I think wait. that's called tiktok i was gonna say does this not exist no well tiktok some of these people make millions of dollars and i, I don't still understand don't get how it. i really don't understand that whole thing no not for what you're producing is like 10 15 seconds of crap yeah it's definitely crap i mean how do you generate the ad revenue i get it 
when it comes to YouTube because people will subscribe to your channel and come to watch your content. So I understand how you then put the ads into that. I don't Mm -hmm. have a TikTok account, but from what I understand, I don't either. It just randomly shows you you don't subscribe to people and it just randomly shows you content based on what you've liked in the past. So I don't understand how certain TikTok creators are making the money because my my favorite TikToks that I've watched YouTube videos of were all around transhumanism. That's it. Yeah. It's all a big woke world, Gene. But I, I'm, I don't know about woke, but it's, it's fun watching reactions of people when, uh, when they see something that they're not used to. Like the truth. Well, no, no, no. I mean, the essentially virtual people, virtual people watching you know, virtual scenes. Yeah, it's, uh, Oh, which reminds me that did I mention last time? I can't remember if I did that. I know I talked about it. No, it's in social that um, code Miko has been upgraded to 3.0. What is Miko? What? You've never clicked on one of those videos? No. Code Miko is a virtual YouTuber. So it is a an avatar. It was it's a three dimensional character basically a real live cartoon character if you will and uh code miko is the project that's done by this girl who uh well woman um who is a i don't know if you like it's hard to classify developer performer whatever you want to call her but basically she's the person that is writing all the code that makes the the live action cartoon operate and she's wearing the bodysuit with thousands of sensors in it that translates all her motions into the uh so she's controlling the avatar yeah yeah and code miko and she just won a uh, one of the webby awards or something one of the streamy awards one of the awards she just won uh in that category of uh computer you know generated uh youtubers vtubers i guess they call them uh it's um she did she does a really good job and she has basically an interview show i can't believe you've never seen this i've posted a bunch of times well just because you post stuff doesn't mean i see it clearly basically has an interview show where she interviews other youtubers uh and code miko is it looks like kind of a you know a hot looking college student age um avatar and then she asks them generally fairly uncomfortable questions which makes it hilarious because you know if you're sitting there and your face is you got a camera in your face and you're asking somebody something you're you're going to be less inclined to just have no filter on. But when you're behind a computer mask, if you will. Yes. It makes behind it much, a different identity, much easier to do that. Um, 
and especially when you've given a personality to this character that is a little bit gullible, a little bit just sort of, you know, say stuff without thinking type. And, uh, and then you can get away with asking questions that could be seen as like, what the hell did you just ask me here? But here we are unfiltered. We are unrelenting. Allow me to read from no agenda social. Gene is telling idiotic nonsense. Poland can't take the former Polish city of Lviv because Poland received after World War II area of 123,000 square kilometers off Germany. Former German territories and Poland will have to give back this territory yes, to Germany. Yes, and they should. I agree with that, too. What, what's wrong with that? Idiot Russian he is. <laughs> that is from CSB. Thank you, CSB, for the comment. Uh-huh. CSB is listening live. That's awesome. He hates you and he listens live because <laughs> you know, this he is likes what's so me. funny is like he's banned. I've banned him. I love and so CSB. this is the only content that he can get from me is by listening on here. Apparently he wants to know all the dumb stuff you're saying. That is too funny. And yeah, we appreciate there's nothing listening. wrong with Poland getting that territory back and giving up territory that it received. They're, like that's. And when why will the do Native you, Americans people, people get the United lived, States back? People that lived in Lviv that have families with histories there prior to World War II were all of a sudden in a different country. How's how is that something that you were for? I don't understand that. That like that this is not a voluntary move. People did not pick up and move to another country. They were in Poland and then they became in Russia. That to me seems like and with no choice. That seems like a bad idea. Well, how is the United States still in existence? We should give it back. Well, we killed off all the people to give it back to. So, <laughs> so, we can't so really wait, so, wait, is this the thing you can keep it if you kill off everybody that yes. lived there? Yeah, I guess that's the loophole you were looking for. <laughs> the loophole you're looking for genocide is, is the loophole. If you genocide the hell out of somebody, <laughs> then you get to keep their lands forever until somebody bigger comes along. Oh, there's there's the show title. Which genocide is, is the loophole. <laughs> genocide is the loophole for sure wow uh yeah no it's i think that if you look at human history from a perspective of unbiased analysis what you will see is that there is a a continuous stream of conflict that happens non-stop over the world and it you know the hot areas move around around the globe but there is always conflict and there should be conflict because we are just like every other animal on the planet. Uh, we are not made to live in harmony. We are made to compete for resources. Well, all animals. Uh, I mean, how many animals eat other animals? I mean, this all is <laughs> animals. Yeah. I mean, you say, well, the cow doesn't eat anything but grass and corn. If you put it into it, it would never eat corn on its own. Um, yeah, fair enough. I mean, there are animals, there are herbivores, but even herbivores, uh, they will, um, push out the sick, the small, the unhealthy, you know, they, they will exclude from their herbivore tribe people that they don't like. There, there is no such thing as a perfect utopia in the animal kingdom and trying to establish a perfect utopia in the human 
uh, world is about makes as much sense as it does at the in the animal world. Yeah, it's never we are happen. animals in the end. Yeah. So whether you want to or not, you can like we have the ability to reason, which does separate us from most other animals. I think that's dying, though. I think part of the whole social media yeah. internet problem is that the ability to reason is dying, going away. Yeah. Well, and certainly with the thoughts of Barack Obama, as you read them, there's no reason to have reason. You know, because here's here, you know what this just occurred to me, and I don't know why, because this seems to be an obvious thing. Mm. But before we had the instantaneous access to the Internet, Mm -hmm. if there was an issue of the day in politics, religion, whatever it was, Mm -hmm. you couldn't go immediately look and see what somebody else thought of it. Because there's a lot of people who will just defer to Barack Obama. Well, oh, well, if Barack Obama says this, then that's what I believe. You didn't really have the instant access to that years ago you couldn't go wow there's this problem what should we well do? i don't know about that i mean plenty of people did that with kennedy kennedy was not a person that should have ever been a president comes from corrupt family with corrupt uh uh you know multi-generational corruption there well this now you're describing all presidents i think yeah that's probably true too i don't how do, you, wait, how do you become president without that corruption that is the question well yeah i mean you could say trump got there without corruption um just with money but not knowing what the general consensus was i think made people way more self-reliant oh of course right there was i remember there was a doctor who episode back in like 83 or so that had the doctor visiting a planet that had the population uh constantly watching their their tv walls tv giant tvs and uh they would always be voting on topics because the planet believed very strongly in democracy and so they always allowed people to vote on every issue that came up so if you're watching the news and you know, you agree with something, then you vote thumbs up. And if you disagree, you vote thumbs down. It's kind of kind of funny. It seems kind of like YouTube used to be before they removed the thumbs down button. Well, it's very predictive of all social media. Yeah. Like yeah. up or down, agree, disagree, yes, like or no. like, like, dislike. And uh, included the president. And if the president did something that received, I can't remember what it was, maybe more than like more more than 60 percent down votes or whatever then they replace the president well a true democracy everybody yeah. does have a and vote of course you know once you've been president the only thing you're good for is to get killed because you're clearly not a useful member of society at that point well yeah so, I mean, what's obama doing i mean your job's done you can't run again well he's running biden we know what obama's doing you said obama was the the puppet so he is it, the puppet wait did the puppet turn into the puppet master no 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 no, no. there are people running obama just like they always have but obama's so running biden just so, like he always has so somebody's puppeting obama who's did you not watch biden? the uh obama in the white house and the way that biden was walking around like a puppet M- multiple puppet now see biden just can't puppet anybody so that's no no he can't just he, doesn't he's have the too ability. busy sniffing children and having children rub his hair and his legs i know what you're referring to it's still disturbing it's very disturbing and very disturbing and i'm sure that in his mind this is perfectly normal behavior but not in the minds of most other people 
you know, there is something with that, too. There's a normalcy. You run into it every now and then. If you meet a new family or something like that, where you like go to a family dinner at somebody else's house and they have like a weird tradition that you've never heard of. And you're like, mm-hmm. that's different. No, it's just the way our family's always done it. The Biden family. Oh, you don't you don't mm-hmm. want to be in on that. But I know we are uh, cutting down on the donation segments, usually because no donations. But I did want to thank Sir Sean of the Allegheny Valley for continuing to come in with his twenty five dollars a month. I did want to thank Joshua McLean, who came in with $25 and said he is from Tejas and a friend of the dude named Ben named Ben, which is the guy you do the other podcast with over Sir Gene, speaks with the dude named Ben named Ben. Mm -hmm. Just just put that into any podcast player. Sir Gene speaks to the dude named Ben named Ben, and you'll find it. And he sent in $25 to this show, so I don't know why he's supporting this show (laughs) as opposed to the show that his buddy's on. But hey joshua totally dig it totally love it thank you and i think josh is getting ready to start his own podcast who is it i mean if he needs some help with good audio i can i told him get him get a motu the motus are great but you have to get Mm -hmm. the mk4 or you have to see what news coming out you don't want the mk5 yeah mk4 or the ultralight avb you want the routing so you could do your piracy real time by listening to your streaming music which i'm totally enjoying and sir kilgore trout with his monthly 267 all very much appreciated that may have been before or after the ebay fees not ebay wow i had ebay yeah right wow PayPal. paypal paypal ebay they used to be the same company they did used to be the same company it's true but uh we they appreciate used to be not that. the same company and then they were the same company and, and now they're, they're not, not the, the same, same company. company and their ebay is still taking the fees the fees and i don't know how many people remember but elon musk started paypal yeah he made a little money with that made it just enough money to start in his car company. And now he's making money with that. Now he can build his own spaceships. Now he's one of the only people he's in the looking world at who can buy Twitter. Twitter, I know. I, you know, I'm sitting here every now and then going, wow, there's a microphone or something that I'd really like to buy, but it's kind of expensive. This guy's like, oh, Twitter? Yeah, get me that. You Just, know, my, my sort of prediction, thought, whatever you want to call it on that, was that. He's not really buying Twitter. What he's doing is he's generating the sentiment in the Twitter verse in the people that are on Twitter uh, that are not ultra libtards. Um, and there's very few of them, fewer and fewer all the time. But what he's doing is he's getting ready to build his own Twitter competitor, but adding an element of, well, I tried to buying Twitter to help get more people move to it because um, it clearly didn't work for Trump. The the whole Trump communication thing is not happening. Now, do you think the Trump thing failed because their infrastructure sucked? Is that it? Or was it just a lack of interest? It's probably because of Trump, as I would guess. I see. I don't know. I think there's about 70 million people in the country who are diehard Trumpers who would jump to anything he says. Yeah, that's a newsletter. That's like Trump already does that. He's already on other platforms where you could read him. This but I would think be, he could get people to sign up for it. I'm just guessing that the uh, back end just sucked. And this, the, it, it doesn't matter how much I like a company. If the product and the, the experience sucks, I'm not going to continue yeah. throwing well, money. And or I time know Adam's it. a big proponent of Federation, but the downside of Federation is that you have a whole bunch of independent little communities. And 
Well, it is tribalism. You really don't get everything from another community unless you're part of that little community. So while, yes, you can subscribe to people that are on the Noja in the server if you're on a different server and follow them, uh, but you can't just say, show me everything that's on the no agenda server. Correct. Unless you're on the no agenda server. Now, there have and been I, talk that there have been software updates and stuff that try to do that, but I think it is yeah. just way too much information. No, it kills the system. It's, right. It, there's too much data flowing through there, and the databases are not su- sufficiently commercially robust. They're None of these platforms that I've looked at, and I've looked at a few of them, uh, were really built to host a million people. Right. Just a million, and not 70 million. Like, they're mostly built to host a small group. Like the No Agenda Social, which is great for what it is, but it is under 10,000 users. Yeah. And it is down way more than Twitter. Not to say that that's uh, okay. horrible, yeah, but it's, yeah, because I haven't been on Twitter long enough. The lately, outages but. are, you know, there's enough where you notice it, but that's yeah. understandable because you know what it is and you accept that for the trade-offs. But most people, yeah, was just like last night when I'm like, hey, okay, I want to watch something on Hulu, mm-hmm. and it wasn't there. It's like, well, well now what? I mean, I, I have everything that I, that could keep me satisfied for months on end on my own servers most people don't so when i go to hulu and it's not there it's like yeah okay i'll just go watch this but for most people if you go to hulu to for your nightly tv watching and hulu's down you're like huh now what do i do there's like no alternative well, you can watch netflix or amazon or hbo or showtime if or you have Apple those tv or they're all available it. you know and they're that's it available. if you have them they're all available are they yeah if you have them which if well, you at, if what, you, what do you mean who doesn't have access to those everybody's got access to them no i do the only one i pay for where is are you hulu. living in north korea where they block that shit the only one i have is hulu and i actually kind of hate yeah, that that's now a that choice you make now that, that has nothing to Disney do with company. their available availability means the ability to make a choice if you choose not to get hbo that's on you that's not on availability don't want hbo no but then you can't say it's not available <laughs> You made a choice to but not you don't want have HBO. It. But people are like, what do I do now, man? It's gone. It's not gone, gone. if you sign up for it. It's gone, Gene. It's gone. Oh, my God. I went to Hulu and there was no Hulu. The world uh, is ending. I think I actually still have an account on there. I can't remember. <laughs> I never watched problem. anything on Hulu. The only thing I've ever watched on Hulu was uh, South Park. And then they took it off. I was pissed. And then they took it off. It but one of luckily, the HBO things. got it, so now I watch it on HBO. Oh, well, that's good. Crisis yeah. averted. I know, right? <laughs> genocide is the loophole. There's, Crisis averted. Genocide is the loophole. I, I think that's that's a definite show title right there. Yeah. Crisis has been averted. If you're not subscribing to the show, I know there were some people that uh, were confused. They thought we were on hiatus because they were still on the old RSS feed, even though I kept saying, go to the new RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Some people will never change the RSS feed. Go into your podcast yeah. app and type in unrelenting and make sure your RSS feed is for unrelenting, not for the old show. Yeah. Unrelenting.show is the place you want to be. All the information you need is there. We do these shows regularly now on Fridays until that changes. But for now, mm-hmm. Fridays, 9 a.m. Central Time. 
That yeah, way, until it changes. So far, it's been working on Fridays. So that way you that. get the early morning gene voice. You feel the buttery. I do think it's a better voice in the mornings. It's the better gene voice. Yeah. So, and I, I don't know. I don't think there's a way for me to maintain it throughout the whole day. It starts. To, in fact, it's already probably changed uh, from the beginning of the show. Yeah. If you go back to listen to the beginning of the show, he's all like, yeah, do it right now. Screw it. Go back. Go back to the beginning. Listen to it again. Be like, this is James Earl Jones. And now and it's let like, us know if yeah. the voice of Gene has changed. Now he goes from James Earl Jones at 9 a.m. until 11 a.m. Nick the Rat. That's what he's got going now. Oh, God. Anything else? I'm not that bad. I'm not that <laughs> bad, man. Come on. Come on. Everybody loves Nick the Rat. Nick the Rat radio.com. Yeah. Who doesn't, you know, acknowledge when people donate money to him or anything, but oh, he yeah, acknowledges sure. me. He likes me. He just doesn't like you. Mm-hmm. A, Do you donate money to him? No. But I've been okay, on a show. Well, what did I just say? I gave him he does not acknowledges people that donate money. I sent him something once, I think. I think he did actually apologize for that, but I think he was so stoned that he had no idea what was going on. Well, see, if you're podcasting stoned, you can't be held accountable. Is that your excuse? I, I never have podcasted stoned, so I guess not. Uh, okay. I've podcasted drunk, but never stoned. Have you? And yeah. uh, it's been a long time since I podcasted drunk. I mean, really, the only time was new year's eve a few years ago with fletcher mm. and uh and carolyn blaney mm-hmm. and sir Matthew and the whole cast of tens or whoever showed up mm-hmm. going back before that i when i did a show years and years ago a tech show with my buddy jeff when we got to show number 21 we thought it would be funny to do shots oh and that was the last time i remember just being like really drunk yeah this is actually one of the few podcasts i don't i don't do drunk well, I shouldn't say drunk. I've never really done one drunk, but well, sipping for on a little cognac. two different podcasts that I did, including the first one that I started doing back in the the 2000s, shortly after Adam created the medium. Yes, Adam Curry uh, created podcast. Part of our deal was uh, all the hosts uh, started off the show by telling the audience what they were drinking. So, Well, that goes back to the Dignation and Kevin Rose does. and Alex Albrecht. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, those guys mostly drink beer though. We didn't, you drank the good stuff. We, we drank a lot of, uh, a lot of good stuff. Yes. Yeah. I was always more into the whiskey than beer, which does not bode well mm-hmm. if you're drinking a lot. Uh, you know, it depends where you're at and what kind of company. True. That is true. We should do a I, late night show. I've drunk plenty of expensive whiskey over the years and, uh, the company makes a big difference. Yeah. In fact, I would say there's no point in drinking expensive whiskey without the right company. So when you come to Chicago, you're going to bring one of those $500 bottles with you, ah. right? Ah. Right, Gene? Ah. Right? Ah. Right? Ah. <laughs> Bastard, you got anything ah. else before we bid the... Are we done now? Okay. Well, I mean, we're uh, hitting upon your time limit. I mean, you've got oh, to get yeah, your manicure. Yeah, yeah. I do have one of those. That's a good and reminder. Your pedicure and... Uh, whatever else you got mm-hmm. going on today. I mean, your Fridays are so filled hairdresser. You got to get the beard waxed. You got to yes, get the Brazilian the wax. wax. Exactly. Yeah. It's all these things on your schedule. Yeah. I got to do all the waxings, get the, get the floor waxed. <laughs> Whoever you're paying everything. to do your Brazilian, not getting paid mm-hmm. enough. No, no. What makes you think that, uh, they're not getting paid enough. I mean, have you watched because the there's only no fans? amount that's enough. <laughs> that's why. I don't know, man. I, I split the pretty good take on OnlyFans with them. So. Oh, it's okay. People can people can watch this. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because I totally. think there are some people. That's why I'm busy. That would actually put up some good money to mm-hmm. watch you get that kind of a waxing just for the screams that would emanate. The There's breaks. no screams. See, Sir Gene and pain. Russians don't feel pain. Oh, Russian machine don't break. That's what uh, uh, Sergei Fedorov said, right? That's uh, the big that's hockey right. player. Fedorov, right? That's Is that correct? Am I thinking that's the correct name? The Russian tank, the big guy? The big guy, Putin's yeah. Putin's buddy? Yeah. Oh, they're all Putin's buddies. Once <laughs> you make a few billion. You're, I mean, you, you know, as oligarch. far as the U.S. is concerned, if you have a, a V on the end of your name, you're clearly Putin's buddy. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. There's no V at the end of Sir Gene. We'll just point that out. <laughs> That's right. I have never met Putin. 